Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the goal that we have is to provide our listeners the real facts, the real stats about our local market. You wouldn't go into a football game without a well-prepared game plan. And we're kind of hoping the the big games this weekend, uh, they do have a well-prepared game plan. Well, the same thing holds true in real estate. You wouldn't go into a transaction without any planning. So that's what this show is about. Um, Give you some ideas, some questions in your mind, some thoughts so that you can go into it with um, a well-planned strategy. And to help me with that today, I have here Bob Fleming, who is a uh, manager and senior loan officer with Advisory Home Loans. Good morning. Good morning, Don. How are you? Good. Been on the radio before? Uh, Just once or twice. All right. Been a while. (laughs) Great. And then we also have here Noe Cruz, who is a realtor with Allstate Homes, Real Estate and Mortgage, and happy to be here. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. And I know Noe, and he said, hey, you want my card so you know? And, and I said, no, I know who you are. And then it, it my mind went blank what company you were with. <laughs> that's all right. That's right. And we did a transaction recently with the at the company you're at. So Exactly. And I, it was a good one, too. So thank you for making it easy, Don. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, of course it's easy. <laughs> That's why, you know, we're, we're realtors really aren't needed. You know, you, transactions are so easy. Exactly. By right. the way, I am being sarcastic right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The two of you are here today, not because of the businesses that you have, but because of some volunteer work that you do for housing. So tell me, uh, you're both, uh, what, you're, uh, Noe, I believe you're the president of the Community Housing Council this year? Yes, that is correct. Uh, I am the president of the Community Housing Council, and yes, we are here because, just like you were saying, planning is everything, and the Community Housing Council focuses and emphasizes the programs and services to help people plan their strategies so that they can achieve homeownership through education, through counseling. So that's what we do. And to achieve it in the right way. Exactly. Yeah. It's a a process. It's a process. It begins with good financial planning and not only that, but also selecting the the realtor and the lending company that's going to provide the needs that you have for your purchase. So you're the president of it, but you have a board of directors. Is that right? Yes, we do. We do have a board of directors. and That's where Bob comes in. That's where Bob comes in. Yes, I'm on the board. Yeah. Okay. Bob was uh, uh, became a board member this year and has been a strong asset to the Community Housing Council as he, as he is a manager for Advisory Home Loans and CHC Realty, which is an addition of CHC that helps us fund the services and programs that we provide to our community. Due to funding shortages, we had to get creative and do other things to find additional funding, and that's how we came up with the CAC Realty and Advisory Home Loans. And Bob has been very, very uh, instrumental in leading those two. Okay, great. So, but it is a nonprofit organization, and if I remember correctly, it's put up, uh, sponsored by HUD. 
Yes, yes. Actually, you know, it is a nonprofit organization that started back in 1994 with just a group of local realtors here in Fresno that got together downtown, coffee shops, meeting, trying to plan out how it is that we can increase home ownership here in the Valley. And so they started uh, requesting for sponsorships, funding, and uh, a lot of uh, the funding that was, the monies that were raised were utilized to create uh, um programs and not only that but also informational seminars that provided the education that buyers needed to take the step in wanting to buy a home so that's what we did uh, in 1994 and then it continued to develop uh, in 2003 the CAC received its 501c3 uh, nonprofit uh, status and uh, that's where we started moving a little bit closer to getting a uh, what we call the Housing Resource Center here at the Manchester Center. And that was the beginnings of a real good organization that has been in around until now, and it continues to grow. However, the funding continues to decrease. But, um, you know, we want to continue to provide the services, so we uh, always search for that funding. Are you talking about the funding from HUD? And, and I should explain to everybody what HUD is. That's, a, that's from Washington, D.C. They are the agency that oversees housing. In fact, HUD means housing and urban development. Exactly. Yeah, the housing and urban development is definitely one of those uh, organizations that oversees real estate lending, and they basically want us to provide the best services uh, for, for the community. And so we became HUD approved in 2007 during the downturn of the economy. And at that point, the reason why was because we needed to provide education to those homeowners that were facing adversity and getting ready to lose their home. And so at that point, we were, uh, we were approved for, with HUD to provide counseling uh, and default uh, education to the community so that we can save their homes. That was the beginnings of being part of HUD. And as a realtor, longtime realtor, who has seen the growth of the Community Housing Council, I can tell you that I, I have to admire what, how you guys have done things because you've had to change like the chameleon. So in the early 90s, uh, well, 1994 on, in the 90s, you guys were promoting home ownership, how especially first-time home buyers could get in, um, maybe dissecting what all the first-time home programs, home buyer programs were like and helping them choose and, and guiding them that way. But then you had to change as the economy changed and as the market changed. And um, I even thought about getting on to help, but to be honest, I didn't think I could because it, there you were dealing with so many heartaches, people losing their homes. And um, uh, yeah, that, it, it is difficult to fit, to see that, you know, to see people struggling, to see people lose their homes. However, through the programs and the services and the support that we received from HUD, we were, we were able to save a lot of homes. We were able to do a lot of uh, modifications. We were able to uh, do a lot of uh, principal reductions for people, up to 100, 150,000 principal dedu- reductions on some homes, which was, you know, that gave us the, con- the motivation and still the drive to continue to do more, although it is difficult to see others lose their home. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing you guys did during the recession was w- you were an intermediary between the the homeowner and the bank and dealing with the bank could be really difficult. I, and here's a very common example. So one person, I I know of a guy who called his bank, 
He was current in his payments, but he was struggling. And he wanted to get a lower interest rate, but he couldn't because of the loan to value. Uh, the value of the home had gone down to where uh, a bank wouldn't do it. Of course, a new government program comes out called HARP to allow for refinancing uh, when you were underwater. Well, he didn't explain it right to the person. They put him into the modification department and they said, well, we can't help you until you're three months delinquent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He said, say that again. <laughs> you, you want me to not make a payment for three months just so you can help me. So he did it. Eight months later, when they finally gave him word on his application, they said, no, you make too much money. Now he's sunk. Now he ruined his credit. But he, he also, so he couldn't go on the heart program. He ended up going on the, uh, he short sold it. Yeah, so. and, and see, and that's what we want to avoid. People going through different agencies that are not HUD approved, that don't know what they're doing and end up hurting the client even more than they already are. And so uh, Community Housing Council provides the education, provides the resources and the programs that are out there to better serve the community and to really do what it takes to help uh, save their homes. And that's what we did in 2007. All right, but you've changed again because now things are positive. The market is healthy. Mm -hmm. And um, why don't you tell us what you have coming up this week? Well, uh, we do have uh, one of the things that we do is provide education and counseling to the community, to buyers and consumers. But we also like to provide education to our realtors, our loan officers, our professionals so that they can better serve the community. So we have our third annual Central Valley Real Estate Summit that's going to be taking place this Wednesday, January the 22nd from 1 to 5 p.m. at the Fresno State Real Estate Gazerian Center. And all realtors, loan officers, everybody's invited. It's free to all members. Uh, if you're not a member, you can become a member that day for only $10. It's a savings of $40. So, you know, you don't want to miss out on the information that's going to be given. We are going to be having three of the top uh, uh, building de developers here in Fresno. Uh, we're talking about the Wilson Homes, Dr. Horton, uh, the Young Properties. We're also going to have Nathan Magsick, who's also going to be talking about the plans that are that we have here in Fresno that um, has to do with real estate development and all that. And Jared Martin, who is the president, the former president of of the car is also going to be here to give us a real estate forecast but for our realtors and loan officers who always think about staying in compliance and doing what's right we're also going to have brenda smith from the department of real estate who's also going to be sharing a lot of new information with policies and regulations that we need to keep in mind to better serve the community so this now is this for the public or just for real estate professionals? Uh, real estate professionals. The uh, the audience, the target audience is mostly for professionals. Yeah, if you want to become a realtor and you're not a realtor yet, you might want to go there to really get an idea of the market and what's gonna what we can expect for the next coming years. Yeah. Well, if you don't mind me saying, that sounds like a pretty well-rounded cast of speakers. You have someone from the Department of Real Estate. Uh, the 2019 president of, of the California Association of Realtors. You have, what, three local builders. You have a uh, supervisor, Fresno County supervisor there. Yes. And that sounds like that 
should be pretty interesting. Yes, we would. So I should see. bring my $10, right? You should bring Absolutely. your $10. <laughs> That's right, Don. <laughs> you know, you said you're having a funding problem. I know a lot of realtors are going to be mad at me, but why don't you raise that to $20? <laughs> you know, we're more into providing education, and we don't want uh, uh, those realtors that are struggling making those deals, closing those deals to not attend because of money. Education is key in better serving our community, and that's why we're making it affordable to anyone. All right. And we want, th want you to become a member so that you can gain even more information and be part of these events that are going to keep you on the cutting edge of uh, the real estate industry. Excellent. With that, we are going to go to our first commercial break, but when we get back, we're going to talk more about this. Thank you. All right. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here in the studio we have Noe Cruz and Bob Fleming here uh, from the Community Housing Council. And we also have Miranda Lambert teaching us what <laughs> how important a home is. Um, you know, it's the house that built me. If we could all think back to that home that we grew up in um, and how special that is. And that doesn't mean it had to be owned or rented or either way, but that that was your home. So You know, Don, that's a good point. I just sold my home of 24 years that I raised my daughters in and and fortunately, I was able to meet the new or buyer, and and it really was important for me to pass that house on to somebody that I knew would take care of it and love it. And and you know that song and what you just said—it's absolutely true. Home ownership is so important. Yeah. When this show started 12 years ago, there was people talking, "Oh, my house is underwater. Or I'm going to walk away." And it's like, wait a minute. What is your home really all about? Is it just about numbers? Or is it about your family? Is it about memories, um, about holidays? So, uh, yeah, we got to remember that. Special, and it's hard right now to remember what your home is all about because you hear all these commercials. Mm -hmm. Use your home's equity. It's a no-brainer. The world's biggest no-brainer. That's, yeah. that's the one that boils my blood. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, and that's about using the cat or cashing out your equity to pay for your next vacation. Or yeah, yeah. There, there can definitely be a great use for that with debt consolidation if you get in over your head. But you know, we learned that lesson before that to buy the new jet ski or the boat or the new Mercedes. That's and unfortunately, it's your house really shouldn't be a credit card. Now, obviously, it can. We can put something together to really help you out. But so our whole goal is to really educate people and let them know to be smart with their house and preserve that equity because you don't you don't want to see it disappear again like we had in you know in the past mm -hmm. my best example is um if you cash out to pay off uh credit card debt basically that means in 30 years you're going to finish paying for the meal that you had yeah. at a restaurant last week that's absolutely uh, true and, and there's something wrong with that picture yes yeah so Again, um, in some cases it does make sense, but you, but you're right. Um, it I, I'm doing several. I've got one right now. Unfortunately, I don't know if I can help them. And they're they're in their 70s, and they've got a foreclosure on a second from an old bankruptcy. And we may have to 
do some counseling, but I look at their credit and they're just they're just buried in debt, and and you just you just feel for them. You wish you could have got to them ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Um, unfortunately, I don't even know if I can help them. Um, but you're right; they probably was a matter of going to dinner, and here we're going to try and do a refi just simply to pay for that dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if you don't just do a credit card, let's say you do it to buy a car. Once again, now a car is going to last four or five years, six, mm-hmm. seven years. But still, when you're done paying off that loan, you're probably two or three cars beyond now. Yeah. Well, uh, Don, uh, in 2010, CHC was approved by HUD as a pre-purchase housing counseling agency offering an our home buyer class that pretty much teaches the consumer how to budget, how to work with those uh, financial distress times. Uh, to be able not to go that direction and right away stop start pulling money from the home. So through the education that uh, Community Housing Council offers to these consumers, they're able to work through those difficult times to avoid being tempted in wanting to cash out on their home and end up being underwater when, you know, market values start going down on their home. So, you know, mm-hmm. That's why it's important to continue to support the Community Housing Council, to continue to have these uh, sponsors um, supporting us and giving us some funds to continue to run the programs. And for anybody listening out there who says, well, I don't really understand the role of CHC. Let me explain what happened a few years ago during the recession. I, I had people call me as a realtor saying, I'm behind I'm not getting through with my bank. I've been on hold for an hour. What and and what can I do? I tried to help them as much as I could as a realtor, but then it's like, okay, I'm not getting there. Um, So what I did is I referred a handful of clients to the Community Housing Council, and they assigned a counselor Mm -hmm. who worked with them and. think most of them if not all of them um, uh, save their home well uh, let me share with you some statistics that we have for the last 12 months in the last 12 months the Community Housing Council has served 727 families throughout the Fresno County 69% of the families are considered to be low to moderate income all of the families received information about fair housing laws and 274 <clears throat> families needed help saving their homes. We provided the education, we provided the counseling so that they could save their homes. 63 families were able to retain home ownership, fortunately, and 251 families got education and counseling on purchasing a home. And in the last 12 months, we have helped 183 families become new homeowners. And we provided the education, so these 183 families are sure going to be able to keep their homes for a very long time because they have the education, they know where to go to when they have difficulties, and they know who's going to be there backing them up. Okay, so that's a key thing you just said. They have the education. That's why they're going to be able to keep that home longer uh, and do, do well on it. Exactly. Because they went into it with a good game plan. And good strategy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, just like a football game. I think I've heard that <laughs> somewhere before. Um, and of course, it used to be more difficult picking the right loan 
maybe 15 years ago because you had adjustable rates, option arms, uh, ninjas, um, and fixed rates. But now things seem to have settled in. Almost everything's fixed rate. Would that be a true statement, Bob? Uh, yes, Don. Every, uh, the market is so incredible right now. The fixed rate really is the only way to go. Um, the 30-year fixed recently, as a matter of fact, I just priced one out yesterday. We're talking the low threes, three and a quarter on an FHA loan. I mean, that's just historic lows. Um, so really anything other than a uh, fixed rate, it's not something we would advise. Um, there are even some lenders out there that do have different terms where you could essentially, years ago there was the pick a payment loan, which we don't want to talk about, but the pick a term. So there, you could actually get a not only a 30, but possibly a 28 or a 25 or a 20-year term. Of course, the shorter the term, the higher the payment. But again, those are some neat advantages because the, the quicker you, or the shorter the term, the faster you own that house free and clear. So those are some advantages that we can also do and teach people about. Yeah, I, I like that, the pick a term. Mm -hmm. because uh, Back when I was in college a few, uh, few months ago, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I remember the real estate finance professor showing us amortization schedules. And really, it's it was like 18 and a half years was the prime amortization term. Yes. Uh, because once you went to 30, which, by the way, 30 is affordable, and um, I'm not talking against it, but for the first, um, what, uh, 11 and a half years, it doesn't go down. The principal doesn't go down as fast. Once you get to 18 and a half, or let's say 20, sure. you know, pick a 20-year term, you're going to see more and more of that principal reduction every month. Exactly. One example I've got recently, the gentleman had five and an eighth on a on a loan, and we're looking at refinancing into the low threes. And he's got a 30-year loan that's two years old with 28 years to go. Well, we looked at a 25-year. Well, with that 25-year loan, we still save him 100 bucks a month, but we shave off three more years and $48,000 in interest. So just by a little bit of education. So for me personally, I love the educational part. And that's why I love working with CHC. Because when you can educate a consumer of just a little trick of 100 bucks more a month or something like that, it can literally change their life down the road. Mm. And uh, it's very, it just feels very rewarding to empower somebody with just a little bit of knowledge. And that principal reduction is one of the four factors of equity growth. Yes. So it, the four factors are inflation, and there's nothing, that's a global thing, nothing we can do about it except buy something so that we can participate. Mm -hmm. The other one is appreciation. You hope that you pick the best neighborhood, the best area, and that uh, prices go up. Um, the other one is sweat equity. That speaks for itself, you fix it up, take it from the worst house on the block to the best house on the block, you'll have equity growth. But the one everybody forgets is principal reduction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so maybe you buy something for 300,000 and you have a $280,000 loan. Well, let's say there is no inflation or appreciation and you, it's already a nice house. And so uh, f during that market cycle, you're there at 300,000. But if you're paying your mortgage down and all of a sudden you're down to 200000 you now have 100000 in equity, even though your value didn't go up. 
Exactly. And one of the easiest ways to do that, and a lot of lenders will do this, you could even call your existing lender, is to do a biweekly. Um, you essentially cut your payment in two, have it maybe come out automatically twice a month, and it gives the effect of having one extra payment a year. And obviously it depends on the individual loan, but on average that probably knocks off five to seven years really by doing nothing other than paying the same payment, but you're sneaking in an extra payment each year. And for somebody who gets paid bi-weekly. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's a great I, way I to go. I don't know about us poor realtors. We don't get paid <laughs> sometimes even monthly. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Okay. Um, with that, we are going to go to our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 ESPN. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. Here in the studio with us live today is Noe Cruz and Bob Fleming from the Community Housing Council. They do have daytime jobs, and that would be Noe is a realtor here in the Fresno County area. Bob is a local loan officer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but the song says it, put me in coach, you're ready to play. That means you want to do more. You want to give back too. And that's why you've joined and, and, uh, the community housing. Exactly. We do have daytime jobs. (laughs) (laughs) We do have to feed our families and the community housing council is just, uh, our way of giving back to the community. And we encourage all realtors, all loan officers, and anyone out there that's interested in giving back to the community to join us. In, in helping the community achieve home ownership. But see, that American dream that sometimes people don't feel is at their fingertips. But education usually guides them through that process, motivates them, and helps them take that initial step. That's always the hardest. Once they take that initial step, then, you know, we can continue to do more and get them into a home. So it's very critical and uh, very important for, the, for many of you that are out there to join us so that we can continue doing this for our community. Okay, so earlier in the show, you mentioned how the Community Housing Council helps educate home buyers, home sellers, and you've done on how to purchase, how to um, maintain the home in in case they got in over their head. But um, what do you do anything for tenants? Yes, we do. We also provide landlord, uh, tenant and landlord issue counseling. So if you're having uh, difficulties with your landlord, if you're having difficulties with the conditions of the, the premises where you live, come and see us. We will help you uh, get things corrected. We will provide the counseling for that. There are many other services that we provide. We don't just help people. We don't just educate people in buying homes. There's a lot more that we do that has to do with living uh, in, in the community, whether it's an apartment, whether it's a house, whether it's a condo. If you have issues, give us a call and we can definitely help you out with those issues that you are facing. Who are the people that help? Are they volunteer realtors? Oh, no, these are counselors. Well, we do have realtor volunteers, but we have counselors uh, that are at the office pretty much uh, from nine to five. But we also have realtors, loan officers that provide trainings to uh, the the consumers. You know, most of the times the eight hour course that are required by down payment assistance programs that people are getting are, are done online and they're not very successful. I mean, just think about this, sitting in front of a computer for eight hours, you don't like to read, you don't like to stay focused very much, you're not gonna gain very much. But with the Community Housing Council, we do provide that eight hour course live 
with live realtors, live loan officers, live escrow officers, uh, live service providers, that inspectors that basically tell you the ins and outs of the process of buying. And so that's very important because they're engaged, they're focused, and uh, they participate. They ask questions, and it's important that we do that. But uh, Bob is going to tell us a little bit about the home maintenance program <laughs> that we have because uh, that's one of the things that a lot of our consumers benefit a lot from. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of comical to, to me. We have a, I work right down the hall, and one day I open up a, one of the storerooms, and I, literally there's a toilet on wheels. I'm thinking, what the, what the heck is this? And anyway, it's so, a porta potty. It, right? It's a porta potty, <laughs> yeah. Um, you got to go, you got to go. But no, but the uh, home maintenance class, we literally have the toilet so we can in, teach people how to fix things, how to check things. We even have a little drywall that we uh, will poke a hole in and show how to do drywall repair. We have the tool, to, literally tools. So it's a very interactive class. All the things that, frankly, anybody that lives in a house that has a toilet, which most of us, and drywall, uh, things happen. And uh, it's a ver- I was fascinated when I found out we did that. And it's just a very educational, basic, common sense class. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, uh, these uh, fixtures that need to be made at home, homeowner, new homeowners don't know how to take care of. They call a, a service provider, and unfortunately, sometimes it costs an arm and a leg. And it's a pinch in their pocketbook, and sometimes that keeps them from paying their mortgage. And so by teaching them how to maintain the home and how to work through these little issues that arise, it can save them a lot of money. You know, and they're very simple. You know, things that what Bob was talking about, anybody can do. But if you don't know about it, you're going to think that it's going to cost you two, five hundred, a thousand dollars when you could pretty much spend an hour, two hours doing it yourself mm-hmm. and save yourself hundreds of dollars. So these are the classes that we also provide as well. Another thing that CAC does is, uh, you know, a lot of times people that have gone to college and have taken out student loans hold back from buying a home because they ha- they're in debt with student loans. Well, we also, pro- our counselors are trained on the student loan modification and debt forgiveness programs that are out there. So if you have a student loan, don't let that keep you from buying a home. Call the CHC office so that we can help you uh, be able to uh, get some debt forgiveness or, or modify your loan so that you can buy a home. Okay, that's good to know. And going back to the maintenance thing, um, when you, whether you're renting a home or buying it, you're just living in the home. There is maintenance that regular maintenance that needs to be done. The classic example that could save so much money. And I see this all the time where it's neglected and that is the dirty air filter. Mm. So for a buck 99, you can buy a new fresh one, install it in what less than 60 seconds and uh, probably save you know, I saw one the other day. I'll bet that co- it was so bad. I'm going to guess that that it was costing them an extra 70 to 80 bucks a month in their heating and cooling bills. In fact, they complained about that. You know, yeah, this house isn't very well insulated. Well, your air filter is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, you, you could have wrote your name with your well, finger on there. It was that that dusty so which means the unit can't breathe Mm -hmm. and it can't function so maintenance like that and i I kind of feel bad for them they didn't really realize that was there yeah such simple knowledge but yet if you don't know you don't know and that's one Mm -hmm. of the benefits of our class um, just to teach you the basics that we all should know or would want to know 
Um, and I remember one time I was going over to a friend's house um, to watch a football game. And, you know, he wasn't selling the home or anything. I remember uh, walking up and I, the realtor, I caught the uh, weeds growing up in the uh, rain gutter. Mm. I go, Danny, man, you, you better get rid of them weeds there. It's going to cause some dry rot. Uh, yeah, 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 I will. You know. All right. A few years later, he calls me up. He goes, you know what? I'm going to be moving. Can you sell my house for me? We get a pest inspection. Guess what showed up on the pest <laughs> inspection? Dry <laughs> rot right there on the fascia board where those weeds were. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So, you know, um, two minutes to get up there on a ladder, clean it out he wouldn't have had that repair issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, before I joined Community Housing Council and uh, knew about this information, these courses, uh, home maintenance tips and all that, I remember a time when I actually called an AC guy to come and take a look at my AC, charged me 400 bucks just to wash it with a hose so that it could cool my, uh, my house. Mm -hmm. That was all that it needed to do. You just need to wash it once a year, before in the spring and it'll keep your house cool again and yeah. it cost me 400 bucks mm -hmm. from that point on i'm like hey i i need to let my, my my people my community know about these services so that they can save themselves some money so all right there you go um you had also mentioned um i, I want to go back to the tenant landlord thing so let's say a, a tenant calls up and says hey i've been um asked to move and I don't really want to move or and I have nowhere to move how, how can you help them well uh, there are laws in place to protect tenants and so what we do is we have one of our counselors sit with them and discuss how long they've been in, in, at the premises how long they've been renting uh, if they have any special needs uh, all of those different factors can affect the amount of time that they're gonna have before they can vacate the property. No one can, no, no landlord could just come in and say, you have to leave your home uh, next week, next month. You know, unless, you know, you've only been there before um, uh, less than 12 months, then, you know, pretty much give you 30 days to vacate. Yeah. But, you know, still, if you have some special needs, then it can even be prolonged. If you're facing some difficulties, if you're facing uh, adversity, I mean, it all depends your situation. We can have our counselors talk to you and determine how much long you're going to be able to remain on the on the on the in the place that you're living. If a tenant ever comes into that situation, I'm going to give them give a little advice too on what to do. So the tenant gets notice from the landlord that they ha here's your 60 day notice. I'm terminating the the agreement for whatever reason. Um, communicate. That is, mm -hmm. communicate with your landlord or your property manager. Um, really, nobody wants turnover. I mean, it might have been a misunderstanding. Um, it might have been that, you know, 10 of the last 12 payments have been late. And mm -hmm. so communicate so you understand what it, what it is. And if there's a failure to communicate, they can go to the Community Housing Council for for assistance yes oh, oh, i'm sorry yeah sometimes that second voice or that just new party coming in and looking at it objectively you're absolutely right but communication is definitely the key but even when communication breaks down one of our counselors is trained you know they're trained they oftentimes can get good results for you 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and Don, uh, you mentioned something. As a realtor, you're working with a lot of people. You're l- working with people that want to buy, people that want to sell. Uh, you're, you're there to provide that information, and we want to be able to help realtors, loan officers have this information so that they can better serve the community. So once again, we'd like to invite you to the Central Valley Real Estate Summit coming next Wednesday uh, here at the Fresno State Gazerian Center starting at 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. where we're going to have a lot of great information for you to take with you and be able to be a more effective uh, professional out there. Thank you. And just so you know, you're going to like this, that I think you're putting out a good product. Because before I even heard that you guys were going to be on this radio show today, I already had it in my appointment calendar. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Yeah. I was just trying to come up with the 10 bucks. (laughs) Well, with 10 bucks, not only are you going to get to see and learn all this, you're going to get to become a member and attend even more events. All right. (laughs) Don, I just want to share something real quick. Last year, literally at this time, I was thinking about going to this, and I decided, okay, I'll go. Um, and it's, it I literally changed my life. Not only did I become a member, I'm actually now managing the other side of the building that helps support this, and I'm a board member, and I'm here talking on the radio about the Community Housing Council. So you never know. I'm not saying if you go, it's going to change your life in that way, but you always learn something, you network, you meet people, and ultimately we help the community, and that's what we're all about. Excellent. So uh, there's, it's a, what you're saying is, there's a lot of opportunity there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opportunity for growth. So realtors should go. Loan officers should go. Yeah. Anybody wondering about the 2020 real estate market needs to attend this real estate summit to energize yourself for a successful year in 2020. So don't miss out. Yeah. Or stay tuned for the last segment of our show because we're going to go through some market stats. Now that we're halfway into January, we can officially do the 2019 stats. And remember, 2019 was supposed to be the big year of the slowdown, the recession. um, Let's find out if that actually happened. I'm looking forward to hear that. (laughs) All right. So stay stay tuned. We're going to our uh, last commercial break, 940 ESPN. Oh, hi, this is uh, John for Fashion Furniture on this long holiday weekend. We're open till 7 tonight, tomorrow 11 to 6, 10 to 7 Monday for our 60th annual January clearance sale. And the hottest tickets in town are these power recliners from FlexSteel. Look at this. They were $13.99, but we bought truckloads of them. And now they're $6.99 while they last. Let me repeat that in case you're driving, didn't hear exactly what I said. FlexSteel power recliners. With a famous lifetime blue steel warranty that were $13.99, $6.99. And that's not all. Sofas, love seats, dining and bedroom furniture, youth furniture, home office. Truly the largest, most beautiful collection of home furnishings you've ever seen. And the savings are stunning. And with 0% financing, you'll save even more. Ask about it when you're here. Make a New Year's resolution. Save money on new furniture for any and every room. Till 7 at night, fashion furniture across from River Park. At Booking.com, there's a booking for every resolution. Download the app and book now. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we have dancing Noe Cruz. 
and Bob Fleming. This music does yeah, it to you. Yeah, woke me up for sure. Hey, Don, before we begin on our next segment, I'd like to take an opportunity on behalf of the Community Housing Council and uh, the Executive Director, John Shore, to congratulate you on becoming the Don of the Fresno Association of Realtors. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the president of the Fresno Association of Realtors once again. I know that we're all looking forward to your lead. You're an outstanding guy and very uh, professional and uh, educated, and uh, we... We look forward to great things happening. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Congratulations. Did, did John make you say that? Because <laughs> I know John. I could see him saying, hey, uh, you better do this. <laughs> but thank you. I am actually really excited to be president for 2020 because I'm one of only two people in the last half century to ever do it twice. So I cannot use an excuse of, oh, gosh, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know what to expect. And... Um, because of that, I'm expecting big things. Exactly. <laughs> from the, and I'm going to say the push. Mm -hmm. I want to. I want to make the Fresno Association of Realtors even greater. It's great already, but hey, who says we can't get better and stronger? It's all about improvement, constant improvement, constant change. Mm -hmm. We got to change with the times, and we got to continue to be our very best. Yeah. This show, Welcome Home Radio came about from the last time I was president. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, maybe something new is going to come about it this year, huh? <laughs> maybe a blockbuster movie. There we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. So we all, I want to throw out some market stats so that we can see where we're really going. Because I know this time last year, people were talking that, oh, 2019, I mean, we're in a recession. Uh, the housing market's going to crash. I, I even got an offer on one of my listings where the guy was like 15% below and he, he was a realtor and he said, Oh, the market's heading for a crash. Well, let's see. So, um, I'm going to give you the 2018 stats, uh, for Fresno and Clovis. There were 7,357 sold homes during, uh, 2018. So, 2019, the year of the recession, it did fall, by, but guess by how much? Five homes. <laughs> wow. 7,352. Now, I don't think that's newsworthy mm -hmm. to say that the market fell. Mm -hmm. um, five homes difference from 2018. And that's only from 2017, which was a, our highest year. Um since 2006 wow. um it only fell uh let's see 180 that it, so when um uh, when you're in that seven thousand three four hundred mark and to fall five homes i mean that I is think that's even a percent yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> and it's certainly not a trend but then i think it's important to note that pr what prices did because there's not necessarily a correlation between the number of homes sold and what prices did. Um, prices did not skyrocket, but they did go up by $5,000. So the median price in 2018 for Fresno and Clovis was 275000 It went up in 2019 to 280. So I would like to pick your brains as a realtor and a loan officer. What does this mean for 2020? 
I think we have a really good market for 2020. Uh, we still have uh, really good programs out there for buyers to get into homes. Down payment assistance programs has really been instrumental in getting people into homes <coughs> when they don't have the money, the down payment uh, to make the purchase. So sellers continue to list high. However, buyers always dictate the market. You know, those those sellers that are thinking they're going to sell for the highest amount. You know, what's end up ending up happening is that they're having to lower their price within a month, 10, 15, 20 grand, because buyers are not buying it anymore. They know that they're overpriced. They know that they're ridiculously overpriced. And so they're just waiting until, you know, these sellers bring down the price. So we're going to have a good market. I don't think that prices are going to continue to go up. They will appreciate, just like you said, maybe 5000 10000 I would expect 3% uh, appreciation year to year, uh, but no no greater than that. Do I see the, the prices to go down? No, I think we still have a lot of buyers that are going to continue to keep the prices where they are right now. And with the programs that are out there, definitely that's what i see so and it's going to be a good it's going to be a really good year and of course interest rates are just staying at a great clip um basically in the threes um you know historically that's fantastic we don't really see any increase coming i mean a lot of people obviously they go up down or stay the same but a lot of the predictions are they'll stay the same might even drop which having an economy this strong is kind of bucking the trend because normally we <laughs> have low rates when unfortunately the economy is not doing good and so we're in really a what I would call a golden time. And the economy's booming, home prices are solid and steadily increasing, and interest rates are just at historic lows. I mean, it's really just a wonderful time to, to frankly, buy a home. And I do want to caution everybody, don't just think you're going to sell and buy at the top of the market, the bottom of the market, because nobody rings a bell at the top or mm -hmm. the bottom of the market. We, in fact, even us, I'm here we are with all these fancy statistics and all, but still, we don't know what's happening until we yeah. look in the rearview mirror exactly. and say, oh, my gosh, it happened six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was the prediction that we were going to sell less homes? And did we? Just five. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to suspect yeah. the reason it was five less mm -hmm. is because of inventory. Mm -hmm. I think there were um, – in fact, I put the, just this morning, I, I pulled up active listings in Fresno and Clovis – there's 806. That's kind of low. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, all right, it's the middle of January. I'll bet you by the middle of February, that number is going to be a lot more. But still, um, I here's my prediction. I think in 2020, there will be fewer sales. Mm -hmm. Again, maybe this time six. <laughs> <laughs> but I think prices will gently rise. That is a healthy market. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's something bad about buying a home in a declining market because all of a sudden you say, oh my gosh, I should have waited three more months because prices dropped another $2,000. It's like when I buy gasoline, you know, you pay three fifty dollars a gallon, drive two blocks down, and, oh man, I should have driven a little more because now here it's three thirty. dollars yeah. No, I really do feel that this is a good time to buy. Anytime is a good time to buy. You know, it's an investment. And uh, a lot of people that, you know, that feel that the prices are really high, they call me, I want to buy a house. When are the prices going to go down? That's when I want to buy. Can you tell me? I'm like, you know, you got to make your investment now. You're paying somebody else's mortgage. Why don't you just start paying you your mortgage and build some equity? And then you can get into the home that you really want. Use it as a stepping stone. You know, get yourself into a home now. Get your investment started now so that you can capitalize on it as time goes by rather than waiting until 
the prices go down? When will that be? Maybe never. But you, <laughs> you're touching on a point we talked about earlier, the four factors of, of equity growth. Um, so let's say you wait a year for prices to go down. Let's say they don't. Let's say they stay the same, but you stayed in a rental where you're paying 100% interest. Mm -hmm. You could have had principal reduction mm -hmm. for that year based on your, your housing payment. So maybe you would have made another $5,000, $10,000 from principal reduction. Not to mention, you could have had a 4th of July party at your home exactly. rather than at your apartment. Mm -hmm. So, so if you're very hesitant about taking that first step, call the Community Housing Council so we can explain this whole entire process to you and show you how you can start your investment, how you can get into a home, and how you can start capitalizing on that uh, appreciation of that home. All right. Let, uh, as we close up our show, I want to ask you, Bob, what's your best real estate advice? Um, just get in the market. Uh, don't sit on the sidelines. The, t the right time is now. Um, so uh, don't overthink. Just jump in. You got that from our bumper music. Put me in, coach. <laughs> I'm ready to play. You got Don't it. be on the sideline. Yep. All right. Education is key. You know, get yourself the information you need to make a wise decision. Meet with your realtors. Meet with CHC counselors. Find somebody that's going to give you the knowledge, the resources, and the guidance that you need to make a wise decision. And for all the realtors and loan officers out there, go to the Central, uh, the third annual Central Valley Real Estate Summit so that you can gain more information and be more powerful in helping your uh, customers. And Noe and Bob will be there signing autographs Absolutely. from today's show. Definitely <laughs> we will, at no cost at all. Just attend the event. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. And I thank you to all our listeners for tuning in to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Thank you, Don. Thank, thank you. you, Don.